folks, we're on the Boss Man Show. Got a great guest for you out of Memphis, Tennessee. Author. She's doing big things. She's also a teacher. She's one of our black business people, entrepreneurs we're trying to push forward this year on the Boss Man Show. Book title, Love, Lies, Loyalty, The Three L's. That's Triple L. That's Sheila Sewell here on the Boss Man Show. Sheila, what's up? Uh, how you doing down in the 901 M town down there? One of the towns I visit pretty often. I am doing great down here in the 901, getting ready for the Thanksgiving holidays. That's what's up. Have you, uh, uh, what's on the menu this year? You going ham, turkey, turducken? You're doing something different <laughs> off the menu. What you got going? No, we're just doing a little simple, traditional Thanksgiving. No ham, but I'm doing the turkey, the Cajun fried turkey. You got to get the Cajun fried turkey. The dressing, you know, throw some green beans in there, peach cobbler, probably sweet potato pie, some and some macaroni and cheese. That's my specialty. Southern cooking. Southern yeah, cooking. It'll add a few pounds to you at this time of year, but it's good in any way to indulge in it, you know. So, hey, get ready to pack on your holiday 10 people hanging around people like Sheila down in Memphis. (laughs) Around the south here. Around the south. Yes, indeed. Well, Sheila, I wanted to talk about your book. It's on Amazon.com, Love, Lies, and Loyalty. It's a book that does one of your past town. I know you like to write raps a little bit, do skits. So I know, I know you got a lot <laughs> of skills in the writing game. So talk to us about what inspired you to write this book. And the title, the title right there tells a lot, right there, Love, Lies, and Loyalty, because that's a lot tied in those, those three words. A lot is going on there. So just the background about what made you want to write this book, what got you into writing, and give us a little brief synopsis about the book as well. Right. So I actually started writing this book over 10 years ago. Um, being a teacher, I never wrote as a child. I wrote because I had to, but I never wrote like poems and things like that. So as a teacher, I was at a school one year, and they needed a you know skit or play or something for Black History Month. And everything that I found was just so generic, and so I decided to write my own little play. And the kids did, and it was a big success. And it just took off from there. So every time there was a Black History Month program or any program at school, people came to me to write. And then I started writing in my personal life because, you know, sometimes you go through some things or you go through a relationship that, that kind of takes you there. And instead of me taking it out on a person or a car or something like that, because that's not in my DNA, I decided to turn my pain into writing. And so my first uh, things I wrote were like poems, poems that helped me get through some tough times and some bad situations in my relationship. And as far as this book, I'm an avid reader. Like, if you look at my closet right now, you'll probably find over 100 to 200 books in my um, in my closet. And I've always been a reader. And I've read so many books like this, and I was like, okay, you know, I think I can write my own book. Like, okay, if I can write a poem, if I can write a skit, if I can write a play, I can write a book. And so I started on a book about 10 years ago, um, Started off with different character names, but I always started off with the concept of four women who were childhood friends who just kind of went through some life troubles and just how were they managed, you know, how were they able to manage all the things going on with their lives and still be, you know, strong black women. And so, of course, life happened to me as well. You know, I had a lot of things that went on in my personal life, good and bad, and it kind of like forced me to put my book on the shelf. Fast forward to 2013, I moved here to Memphis with my son. And I kept looking at the book. Like, periodically, I would pick the book up and, you know, add a word or two to it. 
but it would just never flow because for me, I have to be in a certain mood to write. You know how you set the mood for romance with your candles and your music and all those things? Well, for me, I have to be in the mood to write. Like, when I'm going through a lot, I can write, but it was not the type of writing that I needed to finish this book. And honestly, I'm from a smaller town in uh, Natchez, Mississippi. Shout out to the 601, Natchez, Mississippi. And I kind of felt that I needed to get out of my comfort zone, which is what I did when I moved here. Because my son and I are here. We don't really have close family here. And so that took me out of my comfort zone. And I started finishing the book in the summer of 2015. I was like, you know what? I'll be 40 coming up in 2015. I'm going to finish this darn book. And that's exactly what I did. I literally sat here over the summertime, and I hand-wrote every page of the book. Like, this book was handwritten. I did not type anything up until I had written the whole 40 chapters in the book. And that's how the book came about, you know, just, just out of a need and a want for just wanting to prove something to myself. I've always wanted to be an author, and it was kind of like a personal goal. I'm turning 40. It's a milestone birthday. Let me do something to commemorate my birthday. What's the best way to do that? Then to have a birthday and a book come out on the same day. So my book was released on October 27th of last year, 2017, which was my 40th birthday. Well, 42nd birthday. But I finished it for my 40th birthday. And you know what? Your story is about, it's great because you pursued a goal. A lot of times, a lot of people, you have to pursue your goal no matter Mm -hmm. what and just don't. You know, just don't, you know, let nothing stop you. Just, uh, right. it's like, are you kidding me? So, yeah, like I said, you just got to keep on pushing, pushing, pushing. You had this goal. You want to write this, this book. And right. now, Sheila, now, as you go through the writing process, mm-hmm. uh, how, how does that go? You, you like to write a page a day, page a weekend? Like, I, well, how, how do you get those juices to write? I'm such an unorthodox person. Like, I'm I'm not a person who applies to, like, routines and all that, which is, it, it can kind of go against you when you're a writer. So with this first particular book, I I, I can't say that I had a routine. Like, I just, when I, whenever I felt the, the motivation come on or the inspiration, I would write. And so the way I write anything, whether it's a song or a poem, anything for me, I literally just sit there and think about it. And I know it's a it's a talent, so that's that's my gift, that's my purpose. And so when you use your gift, it's just gonna it's just going to come to you. So normally I would just sit down. I could be anywhere. I could be driving home in my car and hear a song that reminds me of a character in my book, or I might hear a situation that reminds me of something that one of my characters is going through. So when I wrote this book, I had notepads, I had napkins, <laughs> I had paper towels because whenever the inspiration hits me, I've learned to just write it down right there. Now, with that being said, moving forward to uh, my second book, which I know we'll talk about later, I did kind of like get into a better routine of writing. But as I said, for me, it, it comes with when it hits me, I have to get it out there. And I, I, I kind of tell people it's almost like I go into a trance. Like I'll just start thinking about it and it literally just comes to me. That's why I know it's my true gift because it just comes to me so naturally. Once I sit down with that pen to the paper, it, it's not a second about everything that comes out and I just write whatever comes up because of course with your writing you can always go back and add to it and make revisions to it later you got that right it kids though and now i know you're working on your another project uh mm-hmm. you want to definitely re, re, kind of re-push the, the first book you got love lots and loyalty here too as well so uh right what's the process about uh trying to write book number two different from book one or is it the same process uh, with book number two, well, so I can go back to book number one for a second. So 
the first book, of course, is called Love, Lies, and Loyalty. I know you touched on the three L's. And the reason that I called it that, actually, I didn't even think of a title until after I was in the publish, publication process because I didn't want to, for me, start with a working title. I knew that once I finished the book, then I would, you know, the characters would speak to me about what the title should be. So once I finished the book, I looked at everything that I had written, and it just came to me like there's a lot of love between these four friends. I mean, they've been knowing each other since middle school. And most of us have, you know, a friend that we've been knowing for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years if you're my age. I have friends who I've known pretty much my whole life. And, of course, you know you love your friends, but, of course, when you have lies, lies change the dynamic of any type of relationship, not just a friendship, but, of course, romantic relationships a job, like any kind of relationship that you have with someone can be tainted by a lie. And so the premise of this book is what happens when there are lies involved in, in dynamics between friends and each other, between them and their families, them and their significant others, is the love going to be enough and is loyalty going to be enough to help you get over a lie? Because, you know, sometimes a lie that someone tells you is not the big of a deal. Like if, if I call my friend and ask her what she's doing and she's, with her boyfriend and might not want to tell me that she might just say she's doing something else, I would be mad about that. But if you tell a deep lie that cuts to a person's heart and their soul, it's hard to move beyond a lie. And so that's why the book is called Love, Lies, and Loyalty, because it's like when there are lies involved, like is loyalty and love going to be enough to get you, to, you know, through a lie, or is it the friendship or the relationship going to end right there? And so that's the premise of the book and as i said i came up with that title after the book was already done like once i saw what i had written up to me that was the perfect title for the book and so uh with this book it's a lot of real life scenarios so like when people read it even men like i've had men who are friends of mine who of course like look i ain't gonna read this kind of book man i'm gonna buy it because you know you my girl and then they read the book and it's like man that's real life stuff and that's the thing like it's a fiction book but it's based on situations that I've been in before and I've heard my friends, you know, go through. It's based on real facts because life is hard. Like life, is, life is not all peace and cream. And we're going to go through things with our family. You know, we, some of us have issues with our family, and that's one of the characters, um, uh, Morgan. She's a lawyer, but she's having issues with her family. Like, you know, she's the one who feels she's, you know, the person that made it out. And you know how that goes. Sometimes you make it out, your family kind of holds it against you. And then you have... Shana, like, she's a happily, well, not happily, she's an unhappily married woman. You know, she's the person that if you look at her life on the outside, look at the end, you think that she has not made. Like, she has the cars, she has the clothes, you know, she has the bags that are expensive. Her husband has this big business, she has a beautiful daughter, you know, the big house. But, hell, on the inside, she's not loving any of those things. Like, on the, on the outside, looking in, she has a perfect life, but she's looking on the outside actually envious of some of her friends' relationships. And so that looks at the fact that what we see, you know, especially with social media, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. There was not social media back then. But now with social media, anybody can be anything if they want to be on social media. That's what people have to understand. I can go on social media right now and say that I'm lying on the island in the Bahamas and I'm sitting here in my bed, you know, talking to you. So with social media, it makes things different. And so Shana is going through this thing of everyone else feels that she has a perfect marriage, but she knows that she does not have a perfect marriage. And it also deals with the fact of how women, a lot of times, not just me, women, but mostly a lot of times women, we put ourselves last. Like we're the mother, you know, we're the friend, we're the sister, we're the daughter in some cases, we're the wife. And then we look up, and that's what Shana has done. She's done all these things, and no one knows her except she's his baby's wife. She's Lyric's mom. And so she's going through this thing of, what am I going to do for Shana? Like she feels like she's lost herself. 
And then you have uh, Mavis. She's like the, you know, I call her the round-the-way hood girl that's the entrepreneur. And so her, her issue is she wants, you know, to be loved. She doesn't have a, a male man figure in her life. Like she wants a, a man to love on her. And she's also dealing with a mother who is, you know, suffering from a, um, a drug addiction. And, you know, we see that a lot in families. It might not be a drug addiction. It could be alcohol. It could be gambling. It could be lots of things. And then last we have Sheree, who's a teacher, who people say she's kind of like, like me. And I will say she's mostly like me. But she's a teacher, and she's dealing with the fact of being in a relationship that, you know, she knows has run its course, but she's afraid to just kind of, like, be by herself and take that step, you know, to being on her own. And so I've just listed, like, all of these things that each woman is dealing with, you know, on the personal level, and they're also kind of, like, dealing with changes and shifts in their friendships as well. Exactly. That sounds like something that's... uh that people can all relate to and I suggest you go to Amazon and pick up this book Love, Lies, and Lords because yes, it has a lot of time. real life stuff going on in that book Sheila for real yeah it is I pride myself on it being a book that, that men and women can relate to because as a man there are male characters in the book that men can you know can look to and there are also female characters of course that they might say okay that's my wife that's my girl you know that's that was my baby mom. That was my ex. That's my mother. That's my sister. And like, hopefully, it's a fiction book, and there are a lot of little funny moments in there. But there are also life lessons. Like every single chapter that I wrote has a chapter heading that just sometimes is resonated to us. Like chapter one is Sheree's chapter, and it says a good man is hard to find, and good sex is hard to leave. And that can go both ways, you know. And you read that, and it's like, oh, but it's true. Like sometimes we are attracted to the physical connection that we have with someone who we know is not good for us but because that physical connection we stay and we keep people around longer than they've been there and their expression days up but we keep on trying to make something fresh that has gone stale and so like each chapter and there are 40 chapters in the book like each chapter has a, a, a chapter quote like that that you can kind of like apply to your life or any other situation um, another chapter says appreciate what you have you know before it becomes what you had and that's just real talk. Like, a lot of times we're so hung up on what we want to have or what we used to have. And I, I used to have this. I used to be that person. Or I want to be this person. I want to go there. I want to do this. And we're not focused on what we have in the moment. And, and you know, life changes so quickly that what you have and who you have can easily become who and what you had in your life. You got that right. Well, Sheila, I thank you for your time today. It's been a great segment have you on the show talk about your book and i hope my list go out here and get your book and get some of these three l's they need to get some a lives they need to hear some reality talk and get the real yeah. from an african-american entrepreneur and author like yourself i sure appreciate you having me on and of course you can go to amazon.com to purchase the book it's love lives and loyalty my name is sheila cool you can also email me at she 1922 at gmail.com or author Sheila Fool at gmail.com if you want to pick up a personalized autographed copy of the book. Love, Lies, and Loyalty. Go get you one. No doubt, folks. That's Sheila Sewell on The Boss Man Show. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know. All the stars are closer. All the stars are closer. Tell me what you're going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. Maybe 
With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. All right, folks, better boss man show. Time to go to Memphis, Tennessee, where it's going to be popping tonight. Thanksgiving weekend, after Black Friday, the Saturday out there, you got your sales, got all your cyber gifts. You go to Quicks in Memphis, holler my man. They got three kings down there doing big things in Memphis, bro. J.C. Smith on the line with his bruh. It's not going to be a big night for you, brother. The holiday weekend, people are stuffed. Want to dance off some of them calories. They're going to come see you tonight, brother. I guarantee you. Oh, you already know, man. Thanksgiving weekend going down tonight. I know the spot come through, man. Pull up. Bruh, we got a lot of stuff to discuss. Start, start with this Warriors beef, man. Draymond Green going calling dudes bees again. He should have learned when it cost him the championship. In 16, but he ended up bringing them back. He bring him, it probably got them Kevin Durant by him doing that because it probably wouldn't have got him if that didn't happen. But I know he's on, he's always been doing the one plus one thing. I know you're a competitor, but I think this time Draymond Green's true feelings came out about KD, and that may push him away from Golden State, even though the team is trying to show we want you over him because they suspended Green a game and took one of his game checks away. Man, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things, man, where, you know, at some point all dynasties have to, you know, um, break up or have to come to an end, man, because, you know, ego comes into play, you know, folks wanting more attention to what they're getting or folks thinking that somebody's, you know, bigger and better than what they are. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things, man, to where – can't nobody else beat the Warriors but themselves. So it was going to take some in, internal strife to try to break this thing up, man, because ain't nobody else messing with them. But then also, you know, you see this year, Warriors are what, 12 and 6 right now? Mm-hmm. You know, so they're, they're not, you know, off to the you know record-breaking start they've been been to in years past, man. You know, you can chalk it up to a number of things. Maybe they're just bored or, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, it's really uh, issues going on in their locker room. But, you know, come playoff time, it's definitely going to tell if uh, this team has been able to kind of steady the ship and work out whatever issues, the differences they have uh, going on, you know. Uh, but definitely KD is as good as gone. He, he was good as gone before the Draymond situation. This just definitely uh, sealed the deal, though. Now, I wonder if the, uh, Joe Lacob and Bob Myers still Kevin Durant will trade him away and could, could run it back with you, Clay, and stuff. And Draymond will be out the picture. Would that keep him in town? I wonder. Nah, I don't think so. Because then KD will be looked at as even more of a bigger snake than what he already is. You know what I'm saying? So I think the only thing that can, that can even save KD's legacy at this point would be to go to the Knicks or something like that and, you know, build a winner, a contender there, and try to win a championship, man. But uh, a move to the Lakers. Looks like another, you know, weak move, man. So, I think the Knicks are his likely uh, destination landing spot there. I hear that. And Eastern Conference may be getting strongest if Kawhi decides to stay with the Raptors and Jimmy Butler stays with the Sixers and Kyrie stays in Boston. The East could semi-rival the West, not with star power. Not quite the West star power, but the balance of power can kind of even out a little bit. A little bit. Not much, but a little bit. No doubt. No, bro. No doubt, uh, man. Like I said, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, you are. No, I'm saying, I was just saying, yeah, you know, it, it's all, you know, 
you know, it's time for the East to, you know, regain that power. Like in the, in the 90s, you know, late 90s, it was all about the East. You know what I'm saying? You know, 2000s and, and until now, it was about the West, man. So, you know, it's time for the East to kind of regain that, uh, that uh, power again, man. No doubt. Now, bro, another issue, we got Washington Wizards. Reports out there that, that John Walter Scott Brooks to shut the F up. Bradley, Bradley Bill told the GM he's sick of this bleep. Guys are going into the locker room. Uh, Porter going at the people. Uber going at Scott Brooks. And, bro, I can't remember saying this. Dwight Howe is the least of their problems right now. He's the <laughs> calmest figure in Washington right now. He's the least of their problems. When's the, when's the last time you said Anybody can say Dwight Howard is not an issue, not a problem in the locker room. That that tells you how uh, disastrous and uh, uh, messed up that locker room is, man. Scott Brooks, he's not a coach that really, you know, you know, strike leadership, you know, in, in, in players and teams, man. Like even when he was at Oklahoma City, you know what I'm saying? He, he was just never really, just, to me, like a, a guy that just took a leadership role. On that team, man, that team just won because of the talent they had, not so much because of the coach. Uh, Scott Brooks is a nice guy, but uh, at some point that was going to be a, a bad hire uh, in Washington, you know. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me, man. It, it is time. You, you, they have to realize now you're not going anywhere with Wall or uh, or Bill there, so why not shopping and see what you get for him, man? Just rebuild, start over. Yeah, because they capped out. That team is going nowhere fast. I would trade Bill, Otto Porter, and John Wall. Like, break it down. Do what Cleveland's doing. Cleveland's all the right. But, but see, Cleveland, we made a mistake. They resigned Love that big contract extension, knowing they was tanking. Exactly, bro. You know like, what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, was, it was a terrible deal. You know, just no, that's the only way you can slice it, man. Now, and then also teams know, hey, you know, we're not going to give up, you know what I'm saying, multiple uh, multiple picks to get these guys. They know they can, you know, you know, offer a nice little deal, but, you know, nothing over the top to try to get either Bill or Wall at this point. Exactly. Now, bro, another team, I know we're on our agenda, but the Clippers, bro, we see them in Atlanta the other day. I think their bench is better than their starters. You come off the bench with Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams, Gallinari, Boban Marjanovic, and you got Mike Scott out there. Doc Rivers is playing 10 guys solidly. I think his bench is actually better than his starters is. Yeah, you know, the Clippers are kind of like, kind of like the Grizz uh, in a way. You know, nice players, you know, uh, guys, veterans that have been around, that know how to play. They're playing together as a team, and that's the reason why they're, you know, uh, amongst the top top teams in the West, the same way the Grizz are right now. They're committed. They're playing with a purpose, playing with a cause. And Doc has a nice little squad right now, man. Guys are not, you know, no superstar, no egos he's dealing with, no Blake Griffins, no Chris Pauls. Guys are just out there just balling, just hooping, you know. So uh, we'll see how long it lasts, you know, with the Clippers. Same way we try to find out if this uh, run by the Grizz right now is a fluke, you know. But, you know, time will definitely tell on both uh, both teams there. Now, bro, what's the sense about this alleged Joe King Noah signing? Is that something the city wants, or is he is this just a backup center? Not necessarily I mean, something that we want. <laughs> Not necessarily something that we want, but it's something that we need because we don't have. We're, we're really lacking depth 
um, at the at the five position, at the big man position there. You know, really all we have, you know, Mark, he's been logging heavy minutes. He's, he's been playing so so well of late. But you don't want to, you know, you know, log that many minutes on him because we know his uh, his past injury, uh, you know, history there. So, you know, and after that, you know, the only other big man we have is, you know, Ethan Rav, Ivan Rav. So there is a need for a big uh, of, of the likes of Joe Kim Noah, you know, a guy – Noah's not, you know, he's not going to give you a lot of points. But he, he is, he does have a high basketball IQ, and you know, anytime you have a high basketball IQ, you know, there's definitely room for you on this team here in Memphis, man. He can come in, you know, give us those backup minutes, get a couple rebounds, block shots here and there, and make and make smart decisions on the court, man. You know, play great, you know, help side, weak side defense, man. Rotate, like he's just a real smart player, man. So he's playing the role of Hamid Haddadi, pretty much. He's a better version of a man Hadadi, man. Tied to Hadadi wherever he is, but <laughs> Yeah, I love old Hamid Hadadi. I love him coming to the game. I just be laughing my ass off. <laughs> like for real, Hamid Hadadi. Now, bro, Markel Fultz. Now, Jimmy Butler's traded there to Philadelphia less than a week later. Folks is gone after after behest of his attorney to see a specialist. I think he's mentally shot, bro. I think he has the yips of his shot. It's the weirdest thing, man. Yeah, like, I've never seen anything like this. You know what I'm saying? Where you just the, – the only thing I've ever seen close to this was Face Jam. Remember when the Monstars zapped all the Superstar Towers? Yes. Like, I think, I think some aliens have, like, zapped. Markel Fultz's uh, ability, because that's the only thing I can I can compare to at this point, man. Like this is the strangest fall from grace I, I've ever seen, man. You talk about a guy that was killing his one year uh, or uh, one year at Washington to make him the number one pick. So now you can't even you you forgot how to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I've never seen anything like it, man. Now, bro, uh, what is your thoughts on this? We have we have this this whole big old thing here with J.R. Smith and the Cavs separating here. He wants to be out of Cleveland. Um, Carl Anthony's been put on ice by the Rockets, so two guys on the roster who won't be with the team anymore. Do you see either one of those guys resurfacing in L.A. with with, with LeBron, at least on, on maybe a vet minimum deal? I think they got Tyson Chandler to help them out. Because, I mean, I, I really don't see a fit for Melo right now or J.R. Smith outside of Cleveland and Houston where they at right now. Yeah, I don't I don't see it, man. You know, I, I don't see it at this point uh, for, for either one of those guys. It's a shame, you know, great great guys, great veterans, you know, have really, uh, you know, logged a lot of minutes, a lot of time, a lot of years uh, in this league. But where, where do you see a fit? I see more – I mean, the only – I see – I see Jr. getting another shot um, on somebody's squad than Melo right now. Melo just doesn't fit. He's a dinosaur. The way the NBA is played and Melo, for whatever reason, man, is still stuck in 2008, 2009, not realizing you have to change, you have to evolve, you know what I'm saying, to, to keep yourself in the league, man. Like, I'm sure he never thought that he'd be, you know, on the outside looking in like this, but with your objections to coming off the bench last year in Oklahoma City as if you're still – you know, that dude, you know, it, it really, really, really behooves him to take heed and be like, oh, wow, you know what? Things are changing. I may need to come off the bench if I want to, you know, you know, continue to, you know, stay in the league at this point. 
I'll find a funny fit for him. J.R. Smith could probably play in Golden State. He could probably play in Washington and make that even worse. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Put him in that locker room with Bill Wall and Porter and Dwight Howard. Look, it really goes straight to hell. Oh, man. <laughs> There'll be a ball support every week on that team. <laughs> that's a damn reality show, yeah. That's a yeah. big show. But, yeah, Melo, to me, Melo should have stayed either with the Hawks in the Vince Carter role or went to Miami mm-hmm. originally. But he wanted to go to Houston so bad with Paul and James Harden, knowing Mike D'Antonio don't like you, knowing you didn't work the first time. It's, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, you know how sometimes bro, you, you, you break up with, with a chick and, 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 yeah. and, and, and the cat be good to you. You didn't want to go yeah. back to it, but then you realize, like, man, that's why I left you the first place because you're crazy. Exactly, man. That's yeah. like Melo and the Rockets and Mike D'Antoni. That's very similar, dude. That's, that's a good good comparison, man. That's yes, exactly indeed. That's the way it is. Yes, indeed. Well, bro, before you go, tell people again about clicks, what you got coming up for the holiday season, Thanksgiving this week, what you got coming up as we head down the road to Christmas in the end of the year, man. Hey, man, you know what it is. It's going down once again, man. Click Saturday night. You know, it's popping tonight, man. Y'all come through. Live is party spot in the city, man. We got great drink specials. You know, we keep it live with karaoke. Then after that, you know, we turn up and we throw the live party in the city, man. So come through. All roads lead to Click each and every Saturday night, man. Pull up. No doubt, folks. That's Malco away there in Memphis. Check out my man, J.C. Smith. Here, he's here, man. We're here on the Boss Man Show. Bro, be easy to talk this week, my good brother. All right, now, happy Thanksgiving, bro. No doubt, folks. S.C. Smith on the Boss Man Show. Hold, hold, hold it down, people. We back after the break. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. All right, folks, back on the Boss Man Show. Hope you're ready to close out your Thanksgiving weekend with the Boss Report. Double dose of Boss and Bone. Bone is back from a short hiatus. We missed him dearly because these those jabronis the last few weeks were terrible. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> terrible. Bone, without you. Does that for real? Does that really happen? That can't be a real story, right? Bone, tell these people <laughs> this is all real. This is all real stories by real yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's there's a, a famous line from Seinfeld where they say it's real and spectacular. So, folks, trust me, these stories are real and spectacular. Yeah, they're right. Well, folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's the boss point. First story, Bone, is this: we have this. Oral adulation, elation, and stimulation. Trey Songs pays homage to Jill Scott's succinct slavery skills on a new track. Yeah, I, heard, I haven't heard the track or anything, but I, I heard like the head, I heard head, headlines and stuff. <laughs> that must have sung good, toppy. <laughs> You're going to write a song about it. Make him want to sing about it. <laughs> yeah, he was singing about it. He said he wanted to dive in too. <laughs> hey, hey, wherever I'm supposed to be, it must be real and spectacular. 
<laughs> you get out there, right? We got this. This, this is another weird story. Kyomi Leslie says she miscarried Bow Wow's baby due to, quote, stress from social media and Popeyes. Hey, Popeyes gets you in so many ways, so I don't know about that, but uh, I, I tell you, it, it's a shame because, you know, obviously it's kind of a serious topic, but I mean, Popeyes, yeah, see, come on, man. Popeyes is delicious. You got there, right? Two piece spicy white, can't beat that. <laughs> That's a biscuit suicide. Heck yeah. <laughs> you got that right. And Bun, we got this. We got white and wealthy. Black China is selling get this skin bleaching cream for two hundred fifty dollars to help pay the bills because quote Rob Kardashian won't pay her bills. First of all, there's just so many layers to this. First of all, Robert Ashton is a sucker, first of all. Second of all, uh, if you are a deadbeat, you're even a bigger sucker. And third of all, what sucker out there is going to buy some light skin lightning cream? I don't. And, and how do you know it's so fried and so worth that you, need, that you need that kind of cream in your life? Sammy Souls, who talking to you, Sammy? There you go. Sam, Sammy looking right at you, brother. <laughs> I, he looks scary. Listen, my son is 12. He's almost 13. And he still gets nightmares from seeing Sammy Sosa on TV. <laughs> like, my man looks like a Neapolitan ice cream or something. He looks pink. <laughs> and, and the fact that he lied about it, saying it just happened that way, that, or, or he didn't bleach anything. Man, we, we have eyes, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And we got this. Bone of Florida crazy. We got sorry to bother you. But extra freakery, equestrian enthusiasts pop for piping down a miniature horse in the field to celebrate his uh, birthday. Uh, that that might be worse than having an alligator. That that's just. Uh, I, I I don't get Florida. I, I mean, we've seen the election process. But honestly, it kind of makes sense. You know what's going on down there. It's, it's all kinds of nonsense down there. Uh, I want to. <laughs> Florida's in Florida. I miss Florida so much last two weeks. Exactly. Like, they are out of control. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? And <sighs> we, we have this even worse story. Oh, God. We have a Florida man arrested after chopping off his wife's breast, his junk, after the gas pump Exxon would not work and the rewards card broken half. So he, once again, a Florida man chopped off his own stuff in protest. I don't, I don't understand the, the logic and all. If you're going to mutilate yourself, do it for a real cause. Well, first of all, don't do it at all. But if you're gonna do it, do it for a real call. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it because your ward car broke. Don't do it because the AC broke in your house. Like, what are these fools doing? Like, I'm sorry. That's an important instrument to my body. <laughs> like, yeah, and even if you're really a really old man and no longer in use, really, it's still an important appendage. It is still an important part of your body. So, so why? Are, are, so why fight yourself? Or something so stupid. <laughs> yeah, you like you're working against your own interests right now, Florida man. You, you, you really are. You're, you, you, your IQ must be tested. It must be because you're clinically insane to me. And we got this. 
happy endings of a fairy tales, Florida man sues spa after masseuse gives him a sexually abusive massage that causes him to fly out all over the table. <laughs> well, I, some cat might get rough. I guess it was just too too hot for him. I guess it's too hot for him. <laughs> so he sued this place because he had a bad experience, I, I, I imagine, huh? Yeah, because it splattered everywhere. And it went all <laughs> over his clothes. I'm like, you knew what she was doing. Yeah. If I was a judge, I can't get stoned out immediately. Yeah, and I'm, I'm giving you the sign I don't look at you, too, on top of that. Exactly. Now, this is not surprising when the crime we're living today. Watch this, Bone. We have foul moving while black. New Orleans man's arrested. I'll be there on Thursday for a threat against restaurant when he said he had to blow the bathroom up. <laughs> so I know that I know some people use that as slang. Did they really get like think that it literally gonna blow it up or yes? Or, they called the police on him. <laughs> he yeah, got taken to jail for people, this. Some people just don't know the slang and terminology for certain things. Yeah, so to blow it up is, is different, different kinds of terminology and stuff, I guess. But I guess they take it too literal. <laughs> yeah, my man has a terroristic threat charge now for no reason. Ah, uh, I see. Again, if I'm the judge, I'm looking at them like, "Are you an idiot?" Like we, I like most people know when you're down blowing up the bathroom. They know what they mean. Stop it. I know, right? Man. Oh, man. We got this. Georgia. Uh, Georgia's own grocery store. Catching heat for having a flaming hot Cheetos turkey for sale for thirty one ninety nine this Thanksgiving season. Ugh. That doesn't sound exciting at all. Like, flaming hot turkey? That, that yeah. Sound, I, I like I like my food spicy. I, I get down with that. But that doesn't sound too good. Flaming hot. It sounds like you're putting Cheetos inside a turkey instead of stuffing. Because that same hot Cheetos inside just the turkey. That's what it sounds like. That doesn't sound too good to me, actually. I'll pass. Uh, me as well. I'm not interested in that flaming hot Cheeto turkey. I'll stick to my regular <laughs> deep fried Cajun turkey that I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, I get to have a deep fried turkey. But I got a boy, who, a buddy of mine, who moved out of the neighborhood. He's from Memphis, born and raised, and he has everything ready for me this, this uh, Thursday. And I'll be trying my very first deep five tree. I can't wait. It's good, brother. It is so good. We got yes. this. Secretion Soray, pol- polygamous event planner in Denver, goes for world's Orgy record with a thousand participants gets arrested for running a adult trafficking scheme in ring. <laughs> Sound like this cat read Will Chamberlain's autobiography has ideas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but see, at least Will did it smooth and it didn't it didn't cause you know you know, any kind of bodily harm or any kind of criminal activity because Will was a G. <laughs> Exactly. Man, oh man. We got this coffee bean bakery bandwidth bigot. White duck donuts owner calls cops on black woman for using the Wi Fi while she's eating her chocolate donut. Like, what, what is he thinking that he's searching? Like, come on, man. Like, get, get a grip with yourself, man. These, these people who call the cops on black folks are just no good and they're scum. And 
I mean, how ignorant are you? Like, I could be out here, I back in time. Even they parents probably raised you that way. So, I mean, it all comes to, I guess it all comes full circle. God damn right. He's just out of freaking control. And it's terrible. It's just terrible. These bigots is making me sick. And we got this. We got Bob Moore. Kim Kardashian says, shameless cheater Tristan Thompson is fake as you know what for being around Chloe after he did what he did. <laughs> Wait, so Kim Kardashian with the fake booty and the fake the fake lips, she's calling someone else fake? <laughs> yes, go figure the irony in that. I think that's called Potley Kettle, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, Kim and Kanye, go away, please. <laughs> Thank you. I agree with you so much. I agree with you so much, brother. <laughs> we got this. Scamming made simple. Flo- three Florida thieves steal five days worth of Louis Vuitton shipments just by showing up to the UPS store with a with an ID badge. That's kind of, I mean, that, that's kind of G. I mean, if, if you're that dumb to fall for that kind of scam, just do the fake, fake badges, you kind of deserve to get uh, robbed, right? I think, yes, I'm with you. They deserve to be robbed. They they bought it upon themselves. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't want, I don't want to put the blame too much, but if you fall for the okie doke that way, then, then you kind of deserve what happens a little bit. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> you got there, right? And final story, this is part of our sports, part one bonus is, Florida woman claims she was attacked by bed bugs while at a Disneyland hotel. Attacked by who? Bed bugs. I see at a Disneyland hotel with her side piece that she met into Yeah, well, then, again, I don't want a victim blame, but if you're going to a stanky, wanky, you know, you know, you know, like a no-tell motel, <laughs> bed bugs are going to be included in the menu. <laughs> Got that right, my good brother. So, brother, for you close up the Paul Ball Support Part One, what is your take on segment one of the Ball Support today? Well, I hadn't been around for a couple weeks because my phone was busted, unfortunately. But now it's fixed and now it's beautiful again. And I tell you, anytime you get uh, stories about a guy cutting off his junk to spite himself, that's always entertaining. Uh, I came down with that, you know, that sexist pony thing. That, that's just a little over, over top. But uh, anytime, you know, anytime Florida, Florida thing, I'm glad I'm back. Yes, indeed. With folks, it's Boston Bones. Send me one of Boston Sports. Up next after the break, segment two. Stay with the Boston Man Show, Boston Man Network, Boston Man and Bone. We with you. We here. Boston Man, baby. Stick with us. And if you don't know, now you know, you know. your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, 
Great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Man shows up for part two of the boss report. Bone, you ready to hit this part two, brother? Yeah, let's get it. No doubt, folks. Part two, boss report starts now. Bro, we got this. I don't know if you remember this artist from, from Murder Inc., but here she go. Flat Tummy Nightmare, Charlie Baltimore, blast Instagram's company's rude blank emails after their herbal life tea. Left her debilitated. Now, Bone, I get want to lose weight, but those herbal teas, those quick detox things, I don't trust them. And that's backfired on her now. She's been left debilitated. Yeah, I, I agree with you for that as far as those, those fads and, and those, those fat fixes that really don't work. Uh, yeah, it's the same, but you, you got to be more careful. I think be more diligent as far as when you do those kind of fad things. And we got this Bone. Another black man get caught up police on for nothing. Police are called on a black man after he was listening to Jay Z too loudly to reveal his iPad in Starbucks. They heard it through his earphones. 
So wait, they heard through his earbuds. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Time to change it, man. It's, I mean, listen, I'm of the age where I was that smart aleck kind of kid where, like, if I'm rolling around through town, I have an old school boombox with me. I would actually be playing NWA as loud as I could walking through my neighborhood when I was born and raised in the suburbs. So you guys kind of visit that picture where this is a dumb black boy walking through the suburbs, booming NWA, booming Ice T. But so, and I got no trouble for that. But I can't imagine now these days if these cats are listening to earbuds and you get pulled, and you get harassed. Are you kidding me? Man, this is out of control. How these complex on black folks for no reason. For no reason. It's just it's disgusting. And we got this another one. A Florida man has been called on him bone because he was disappointed in the size of turkey they had at the local Publix. The, the white clerk thought he was menacing and angry because he was upset because the turkey weight was not what the price he thought the price should be. He thought they should redo the price and re- reweigh it. Well, first of all, you're America. So, America, Atlantic commerce, Atlantic capitalism. So, there's no there's no fight demand over anything when it comes to commerce. Uh, so, you only got to take it and eat it, literally. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get it, though, because, you know, certain prices are absorbent, and some of these prices are, are price gouged, and, and you don't get the bank for your buck, you know, around holiday season. But you're not going to beat the man at his own game. You got there, right? And we got this. Florida man arrested after Stone Coast and Pastor rubbing his wife's pregnant belly during the fellowship period of church service on Sunday. Arrested rubbing her belly? Yeah, the, the bless her belly, the unborn child. He Stone Coast on the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like some sketchy WWF. Not WWF. Back when I was growing up, with that brother love, and he's holding his chapel. <laughs> so he's just stone cold son, the, the pastor. That is funny, man. That, that is something up. Yeah, I was living to hear a pastor get stone cold stunned. Somebody gets hit with a stunner. That makes me feel good. <laughs> you're, hitting, you're hitting dudes with stunners in church. That's funny as hell to me. That's great. And and, church, and then like he stand over him and like give him the cross, like he cross he, he cross his chest and like you know, you know to give him the time of the cross. That'd be funny, I think. That way, It'd be even funnier. Yeah, that'll be even funny. They should give him give him that that, that, that good old signal sign that had that one gun salute to the face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got this. Oops, today shows rates on the rise since Megan Kelly got the boot. Good. <laughs> good. First of all, why was he hired in the first place again? Because where did he come from? Actually, I mean, people people forget that she came from a place that John Stewart actually called BS Mountain. And I'm, not, I'm saying it BS abbreviated. So she came from a place where fake news was invented. So why would NBC lower themselves and add her in the first place? They got what they got. They knew what they were getting it from her. So why ask a Paul and then let her go after Megyn Kelly doing Megyn Kelly things? This is the same lady that was on Fox News once and got mad because people had black Santa in their house. And then she told her, look dead in the camera and looked serious saying, we all know Santa is white. 
first of all, fool, Shannon's fake. Sorry, kids, we ran out listening to the radio and, and I'm sorry about the news. Shannon's not real. So, Shannon's any color he wants. So, the fact that they brought this fool from Fox News on their show and then got appalled and a gas when she did Melanie Kelly things, you know, NBC, you deserve that. You got that right. Well said, Bone. Well, well said. We got this, too. We got Eek Pork Bitch! McDonald's employee <laughs> allegedly assaults the manager with hot crispy bacon over refusal to approve overtime. <laughs> Listen, crispy bacon can come my way anytime. I'm not going to call an assault artist because you know what? I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm. Uh, I'm all in the swine. But when it comes to bacon, I'm all on the bacon. So you know what? I might not press charge on that one. I might jack pull up. I'm not getting a stunner. But you know what? Bacon coming free your way. Oh, we got this bone right here in my back. Y'all no business. No business as usual. Fifty people are arrested at the Georgia State Capitol, demanding Georgia counts every vote in the protest for the gubernatorial race that was gerrymandered and voter suppressed by Brian Kemp and the GOP. Yeah, that's not. That's not too shocking. Like, I mean, Georgia is technically Florida adjacent, <laughs> adjacent so it's not real shocking that shenanigans and Tom Foolery goes on down there either. Uh, I had family down in Georgia for, for a while. He, you know, my mom was Alpharetta, and it was a very nice community. But, like, soon you go a little bit out of the way, you're thinking, am I still in America? Is this still a first-world country? So, to me, to see, to hear, to hear about the backwardness down there and all the gerrymandering and all that stuff, it's not shocking. Yes, indeed. And we got this, Bone. This might hurt your heart right here. We got this. We got... Follicle, fickle, follicle fiasco. Twitter caught balding LeBron James with 88% of his slip missing and dumping his desolate dome. <laughs> I, will, I will say that I do have a bald head. I do rock a baldy for the last 22 years, but I do it on my own. I am not bald. I am shaved. There's a difference. <laughs> So I so I tell I tell you all the time that I am not bald. I can grow an artist Gilmore Afro ASAP if I wanted to. I choose not to. But because of LeBron, LeBron brother, come on home, man. Just, just come on home. So just to end all this nonsense against you, come on home. Yes, come on home, LeBron. Come on home. Come on, come on home, bro. Like I said again, I'm not bald. I'm shaved. But LeBron, come join the club. Just come on home. Now, Bone, for close up this segment of support, what is your take on segment two with all of what you heard today, brother? You know, it's not bad. I, I think segment two what is kind of lacking and all the body parts that mutilated. So I'm kind of disappointed in that. Uh, segment one came strong with all the mutilations and stuff mutilations. I think that's always a, always a fun topic. But I will say, anytime you can get your stun, stone cold stun from the love at his house, Yes, indeed. Well, folks, Boss Report, Boston Bone. Check us out every week. Boss Band Show on show.com. The website is here, people. Check us out. We are out.
hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.